Glory. Hallelujah. Are we blessed? Hallelujah. Say with me, I am mission minded. Say it again, I am mission minded. Say it one more time, I am mission minded. Now say it like you mean what you're saying. I am mission minded. Lift your right hands to heaven. Father, we rejoice this morning that we are born of you. And we thank you that we are in a union with you that can never be separated. And we rejoice that we have access into the treasures, the unsearchable treasures, the unsearchable riches of God. And I decree that this morning everyone under the sound of my voice is gifted revelation knowledge. The eyes of your understanding flooded with light. Veils fall off, clarity comes. And in the name of Jesus, whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. Bodies and yokes are destroyed. And we declare that the word of the Lord builds you up, equips you, and at the end of this service, Jesus is glorified. Thank you for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says a powerful amen. amen. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our faith together as we say these words. I am born of God. I am born of the word. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word. I do the word naturally. Therefore, today, I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service, I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus' name. And every believer says a powerful amen. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service this morning by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. We're so glad to have all of you connected to the service. All of our social media community, all of you friends and brothers and partners of this ministry. We love you. We're so glad that you're a part of this ministry. What a blessing all of you are. We want you to do me the same favor you've always done. Share the service this morning. Let's blanket the earth with the truth of God's word. Help me share with all the groups on your page. Tag some people. Create watch parties. Put the videos on Monogram, Telegram, WhatsApp group. And also join as many groups as you can. And just push the light right in there. You can never be sure the people that God has already brought you know, to a point where they are looking for this truth of God's word. And we want to welcome all of you that are connected by way of Bible study centers in the state. And all our campuses around the world. What a joy to have all of you to fellowship with. And to have all of you as part of this team to reintroduce Jesus to this generation. Equip the believer to know who you are in Christ, what you have in Christ, and what Christ can do through you. What a joy to have all of you here this morning. Are we excited to be in the service this morning? Can we celebrate the word of God with a shout this morning? Is that a shout or a will? Glory! Amen! Grab your pen, your notebook, your Bible. You can be seated with your sweet smart self this morning. We are beginning a series of teaching this morning on functioning in the supernatural. Functioning in the supernatural. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 28 verse number 18. Matthew chapter 28 verse number 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Next verse. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Next verse. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. 
In our study of scripture, we assert that God's dealings with man is supernatural. God's dealing with man is supernatural. And earth, the intercourse between heaven and earth, as taught in the scriptures, is supernatural. Supernatural. Remember the things that God spoke to us as a church this year. This year we give ourselves to the ministry of the word and prayer. We give ourselves to making disciples. That's why when I began the service this morning, I asked you to say, I am mission-minded. We are more mission-minded than child of God. And that is why functioning in the supernatural is of the essence. We also are going to operate supernaturally this year more than ever before. So the intercourse between heaven and earth as taught in the scriptures is supernatural. The very first thing you read in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, put it up for me. Genesis chapter 1 verse number 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Next verse. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. The spirit of God moves upon the face of the water so the very first thing you read the spirit of god that shows you that god's dealings in the earth is by his spirit god's dealings in the earth is by his spirit <clears throat> therefore it is supernatural it is supernatural matthew 28 verse 20 is our focus put it up again matthew chapter 28 verse number 20 <clears throat> teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Now, it's important for you to know that when you hold the books of the Bible, when you hold Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, when you look at the book of Acts, or when you hold in your hand the book of Romans, First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1st and 2nd Peter, 1st, 2nd and 3rd John, Jude, or the book of Revelation. As you study all those books, what you're actually studying is the Old Testament. What you're actually studying is the Old Testament. Please pay attention. Because all of those books put together are from the Old Testament testament these are things we have to become accustomed to as sound bible students or sound bible teachers one of them is the is that phrase we always say old testament old testament and like i've taught you in this book you know um the technicalities involved in genesis as the beginning exodus to malachi as you know the new testament concealed matthew mark luke and john as transition books acts of the apostle as the history of the early church and the book of romans to revelation as jesus revealed or what we refer to as the new testament which unveils the old testament so when you're reading the four gospels you are reading the old testament books which means the curriculum you must walk or have confidence in the curriculum that you must use as your reference point will have to be the old testament the first thing is that in the interpretation of the scriptures like we have and we see jesus operating that that realm the book of luke chapter 24 verse 25 
Luke chapter 24, verse 25. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Next verse. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets. Did you see that? Beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Beginning at Moses. That's a word to underline. Beginning at Moses, which is the word Ake or Ake Omai Mosios. That's the Hebrew. Ake Omai Mosios which means beginning at Moses. It is a principle of study that you will have to begin at the beginning. You will have to begin at the beginning. Every time you are committed to studying any field of life, you begin at the beginning. And it's deliberate. It is intentional because the Torah and the book of Genesis is the foundation of everything you are going to read in scripture. The Torah or the book of Genesis is the foundation of everything you are going to read in the scripture. So if you miss the first five books of the Bible, you miss everything said afterwards. If you miss the first five books of the Bible, you miss everything said afterwards. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. If you miss that, you miss everything that is said afterwards. So at the beginning... This is the foundation and this is the introduction. So Jesus beginning at Moses. Look at verse 44 of Luke chapter 24. Please pay attention. Luke chapter 24 verse 44. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me look at the next verse then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures notice verse 44 he said all things must be fulfilled all things must be fulfilled we said that by saying things said in the law of moses the prophets and psalms it means all things were said in progressive revelation Moses the prophets the Psalms progressive revelation or again with an eschatological weight that means it will happen eventually when we say with an eschatological weight it means it will happen eventually or at last it will happen eventually or at last then in verse 27 he expounded unto them the word expounded is the greek word diharmonia expounded unto them which means to give meaning to he gave meaning to or to interpret he gave meaning to or he interpreted or to interpret which also involves the grammar in giving interpretation you must deal with the grammar and then you must also pay attention to the context and the world, the world in which those words were spoken or the world where that narrative took place, that world and all of that. So one of the fundamental rules of interpreting scripture is 
you must hear what the audience heard when it was spoken you must sit where they sat you must you must travel in your mind back to where they sat and back to where they sat to hear what they heard if you are going to interpret an ancient material if you are going to interpret an ancient material like the bible you must hear what the audience heard so what did the audience hear when he said this what did they hear if you didn't hear what they heard it's likely you heard the wrong thing if you didn't hear what they heard it's likely you heard the wrong thing now the best way to know what they heard is to read what they read to read what they read because you can't hear what they heard if you never read what they read and what did they read they read genesis to malachi they read genesis to malachi they did not read matthew mark luke and john that audience never read ephesians that audience never read colossians that audience never read acts of the apostles what they read was genesis to malachi so in matthew chapter 28 verse 20 when he said lo i am with you always to the end of the world lo i am with you always which is something we must read up in genesis to malachi we must be able to read what they had with jesus now communicated in matthew as low i am with you always low i am with you always when jesus said low i am with you always it was not a fresh coinage because when he taught he always began at moses then all the prophets then the book of psalms to expound or interpret all right so when he said lo which is the focus of our teaching lo i am with you always we must be able to read it up in genesis to malachi because it gives echo of the word i am that i am lo i am with you always is an echo of what he already spoke in genesis to malachi i am that i am and i will be what i will be i am that i am and i will be what i will be please pay attention lo i am with you which means look at it by saying lo i am with you he calls their attention to the old scripture to the old scriptures when he said lo i am what the audience who sat down where he was speaking had because you must hear what they heard so when he said lo i am with you always 
the audience, that immediate audience he was talking to, what they heard is, I am what I am. I will be what I will be. Please pay attention. Look at Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. Exodus chapter 3, verse number 14. <clears throat> and God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thou dost shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. The word I am, which we will see in Exodus chapter 6, verse 2 to 3, is I am the Lord or I am Yahweh. I am the Lord or I am Yahweh. I am the Lord or I am Yahweh. The word Yahweh is from another word, higher, H A. Y-A-H H-A-Y-A-H -H, which has a very strong presence very strong presence Haya Haya alright now Genesis chapter 1 verse 3 God said let there be light let there be light the word be circle or write it in your bible or in your notes let there be light the word be is the word haya be is the word h-a-y-a-h -A -H in the hebrew is similar to the word yahweh that means yahweh is light yahweh is light so by the time you get to the psalmist, the psalmist will now say, the Lord is my light. Yahweh is light. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light. Why he said, I am light. I am light. Why he said that is so when he says, light be. Because that's the original Hebrew. And God said, let there be light. In the original, what he said is, light be a light was. Light be. <clears throat> now when he says, light be, we know. And if you followed me when I taught why things happen the way they happen on the earth, we know that light there is not the moon, the sun, and the stars. That first statement is key because it's Genesis. It's key because it's Genesis. Light be or light be or Yahweh is light. So in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, you will see the spirit of God verse 2. The Spirit of God, verse 3, light be, verse 2, the Spirit of God, verse 3, light be. It means me be, or God be light, me be, Yahweh is light. So, if it's not the sun, 
the moon or the stars that means a creation or a spiritual reality is being set in motion if it's not the moon the sun and the stars when he said light be a spiritual reality or a being is being set in motion please stay with me is being set in motion so all the writers of scripture knew by saying the lord is my light and my salvation in psalm 127 verse 1 or john chapter 1 verse 3 put it up for me john chapter 1 verse number 3 all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made next verse in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not why use the word life the word zoe because genesis 1 2 says the spirit of god the spirit of god so in him was life the spirit is life mm. okay. in him was life the spirit of god then genesis 1 3 after saying the spirit of god said the light of god the light of god so he sets everything in motion why light in verse 3 because of darkness in verse 2 light in verse 3 because of darkness in verse 2 <clears throat> that's why when you come to services like this you must pray in tongues for a bit because of the depth we're, we're going to be you know excavating <laughs> because of the depth we're going to be excavating when you pray in the spirit before a service you are able to move with the speed of understanding that is being communicated. That's why you pray in the spirit. Because the spirit helps you, helps you to be able to catch up what, you know, more is caught than taught. More is caught than taught. Uh, comparing spiritual with spirituals. Deep color to deep. So when you pray in the spirit before services like this, it makes it easy for you to stay in the realm where you are understanding and comprehending what is being communicated. Are we in the building? Yeah. Very important. Now, so Genesis chapter 1 verse 3 says, Light be the light of God. Why? Because of darkness in verse 2 so when he says light be is the word i am the light or i am light matthew 28 verse 20 which is the crux of this teaching says i am with you i am with you i am is a synonym to the word yahweh I am is a synonym to
to the word Yahweh. Ego am I with you. Ego am I with you. I'm speaking Hebrew now. So if Jesus is God, who he is, or which he is, it means Jesus is Genesis 1-3. If Jesus is God, which he is, which means Jesus is Genesis 1-3 and Exodus chapter 6 verse 3. Put up Exodus 6-3 for me. Exodus chapter 6 verse 3. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty. But by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. Why will they not know his name Jehovah? Because I will be what I will be. Because I am what I am. So you know me as I am, but you don't know me by I will be. Because I am what I am, because I will be what I will be. So they knew me by a name, but didn't know me by another name because I am what I am and I will be what I will be. Put it up again, Exodus chapter 6 verse 3. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty. But by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. Now give me verse 2. We go to three first before two. Verse two of Exodus chapter six. And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, I, the Lord, I, the Lord. And of course, Exodus three fourteen, I am that I am. Now look at verse 12 of Exodus chapter three. <clears throat> Exodus chapter 3 verse 12. And he said, certainly I will be with thee. If your Bible is mine, I will underline that. Certainly I will be with thee. Or I will be with you. Another explanation of the word Yahweh. Yahweh. I will be with you. Exodus chapter 4 verse 12. Exodus chapter 4 verse 12. Now therefore go and I will be with thy mouth. I will be with thy mouth. Remember I will be with you. I will be with your mouth. So Yahweh God then to be with I will be Yahweh. I will be with. I will be with your mouth. Deuteronomy 31 verse 23. Deuteronomy 31 verse 23. Please whoever is on the computer stay awake with me. And he gave Joshua the son of, of Nun a charge and said be strong and of a good courage. For thou shalt bring the children of Israel into the land which I swore unto them. And I will be with thee. 
I will be with thee. Joshua 1 5. Joshua chapter 1, verse number 5. <clears throat> there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will be with Joshua 3 7. Joshua chapter 3 verse number 7 and the Lord said unto Joshua this day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel that they may know that as I was with Moses so I will be with thee notice the similarity when he said I am haya haya h-a-y-a-h there's a verb to it that verb is I will be with you that's the verb. The noun is I am. Why, uh, why am I I am? I am because I will be with you. When he says light be, that's the concept of Yahweh. I will be what I will be. Then there's a verb to it. I will be with you. Which means that whoever he is, whoever I am is, is connected to man. Whoever I am is, is connected to man. So Yahweh, Yahweh is God with us. Yahweh is God with us which mean that the activity of god is never separate from man which means that the activity of god is never separate from man that's why the word yahweh is both a noun and a verb who he is and what he does who he is and what he does who he is i am that i am and i will be what i will be what he does he does it with us what he does he does it with us so in other words the two words ava aya which is Hebrew, Ava-Aya, where you have the word Yahweh, is both a noun and a verb, and is rooted in the word to exist. To exist. is rooted in the word to exist. Ava, Ava, in the Hebrew, to exist. Remember, this is his redemptive work. This is his redemptive work. You don't know God from creation. You don't know God from creation. Because you are not a scientist. And even if you are a scientist, it changes nothing. You don't know God from creation. You only know God from his redemptive work. You know God from redemption. You don't know God from creation. 
So that's why we don't sing, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder. When I look at the moon and the stars and I consider the works of thy hands, no, you don't know God from creation. You know God from redemption. You know God from redemption. The very first time, God will be given a name. The very first time. Exodus 3.14 the very first time God will be given a name Exodus 3 14 put it up and God said unto Moses I am that I am that's the very first time God introduces himself and gives his, himself a label a label of identification for the first time put it up the first time and God said unto Moses I am that I am. And he said, thou, thou shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am had sent me unto you. So the first revelation of God is in redemption. So you never know God outside of his redemptive work and is it within that context and within that concept that we see god we see him as father we see him as son we see him as spirit within the concept of redemption within the concept of redemption we see God as Father. We see God as Son. We see God as Spirit. So, you don't know him except in redemption. It is in redemption that we see God. So, when you have I am that I am, I will be what I will be. I am that I am is now. I will be what I will be is verb. To do what? To be with you. I am that I am. I will be what I will be. Why? So I can be with you. To be with you. <clears throat> to be with you. To save you. To take care of darkness into light because there was darkness light be i am so i will be with you to take care of darkness to take care of darkness okay all right <clears throat> so you cannot separate that connection between who he is and his redemptive work you can't separate it he exists to be. He is being because he exists. He exists to be. He is being because he exists. He is being because he exists. So, in Matthew 28, 20, we are presented 
with those words in the Greek. Lo, I am with you. Those words are so clear to his audience. Because the moment he spoke to his audience, they knew immediately that whosoever or whoever spoke with Moses was talking to them. It was clear. When he said, Lo, I am with you always. In their minds, they realized that this I am is the same I am who spoke to Moses. They knew it. That's why I said, for you to interpret scripture, you must go back and sit where they sat to hear what they heard. Very critical in Bible interpretation. <clears throat> Are you still in the building? They knew that the person talking to them, lo, I am with you always, is the same person who told Moses, when Moses said, who do I say sent me? I am that I am. The same I am in Exodus. Who is Yahweh is light. Light be. In Genesis chapter 1. Is the same I am. Who said no. I am with you. Not for a season. To the end of the world. Glory to God. It was clear to them. So you have the word in the Greek. Hymon. Okay, so this is what it is. Egometh hymon emai. That's the Greek word. Lo, I am with you always. Egometh, and this is the spelling, so you don't go and write your native language. E-G-O, ego, meth, M-E-T-H, egometh, hymon, H-Y-M-O-N, emai, E-M-I. Egometh hymon emai. The same word used for Yahweh. In the Hebrew, Yahweh in the Hebrew, Egometh Hymon Emai in the Greek transliterated. I am what I am, and I will be what I will be. The same word is taken from Ava, which has to do with to exist before, during, and after. To exist before, during, and after. That is where the writer of Revelation got it from. Revelation chapter 1 verse 4. <clears throat> Revelation chapter 1 verse 4. John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is, which was, and which is to come. Which is, which was, which is to come. Are you in the building? Okay. Who was, who is, and who is to come. So Jesus' commentary here in Matthew 28 verse 20. Matthew wants you to see that whosoever spoke to Moses is the one who made this statement. Is the one who made this statement. So when you hear, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way carries with it the word Yahweh. Yahweh the way. Yahweh the truth. Yahweh the life. Yahweh. <clears throat> no man cometh to the Father but by me. 
He that has seen me has seen the Father. Alright? Now, he shows you that correlation between God as he spoke to Moses and God as he spoke to the twelve disciples. The correlation between God who spoke to Moses and the same God who spoke to the twelve disciples. Then the point is, how is he the same? How is he the same? Well, if you agreed and believe that he is the Yahweh of Exodus 3.14. If he is the Yahweh of Exodus chapter 3 verse 14. And if Yahweh means I am and I will be. I am and I will be. If he is spirit in Genesis 1-2. If he is light in Genesis 1-3. If he is seed in Genesis 1-11. If he is the image in man in Genesis 1-26. If he is the seed of the woman in Genesis 3-15. If he is the helpmate, the helper in Genesis 2.18, then if he is the son, that shouldn't bother you because he is the I am. Are you following? He is the I am. <clears throat> I am what I am now. I will be what I will be. Verb. So which means... That what Jesus said further satisfies that he is God. Go to Genesis chapter 17 verse number 1. Genesis chapter 17 verse number 1. You know, some of you that are just looking at me, you are not even writing anything. I know you are not here. You didn't come to church. You just came to relax among people. How can you hear this kind of teaching and you are just looking? Nothing has moved you to get a pen and write something you have heard. <laughs> By now you should know that we are not an entertainment center. We are a teaching house. If you don't know that, then you don't know yourself. By now you should have known that this is cool. It's a teaching house. It's my responsibility as your pastor to ensure that what I'm teaching is not just passing by you. It's my job. I've got to see to it that what I'm teaching is not passing. I'm not wasting my time. That you have value for what I'm teaching because it is the value you have for it that will pull the virtue out of it. Can't just sit down and be looking at me. Am I looking at you? looking at you. We are laboring together. Even if you have electric brain, something should stand out of what I'm saying that you want to document. Don't distract me. Don't distract me. 
Because rebuking you in the midst of teaching is a distraction. Turn to somebody, tell him, don't distract the man of God. Where's your writing material? Genesis chapter 17, verse number 1. <clears throat> and when Abraham was 90 years old and 9, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Walk before me and be thou perfect. That, cons that consistent appearance to Abraham is proof that Abraham is a prophet. The consistent appearance of God to Abraham is proof that Abraham is a prophet. And the word of the Lord came unto Abraham. Let's see it together. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Genesis chapter 12 verse number 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham. The Lord has said unto Abraham. Genesis 12 verse 4. Genesis 12 verse number 4. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. As the Lord had spoken unto him. Genesis chapter 12 verse 7. Genesis chapter 12 verse 7. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said. Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. Genesis chapter 13 verse 14. Genesis chapter 13 verse 14. And the Lord said unto Abraham after that Lord was separated from him. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Genesis chapter 15 verse 4. Genesis chapter 15 verse 4. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, The word of the Lord came unto him. The word of the Lord came unto him. Genesis chapter 15 verse 1. Genesis chapter 15 verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision saying the word of the lord came to him means he is a prophet abraham is a prophet in genesis chapter 27 calls abraham a prophet why it is strange to some of you is because abraham didn't write a book the book of abraham just like jesus didn't write a book See that? Yet Jesus was the prophet of Nazareth. But he didn't write a book. Elijah and Elisha didn't write a book. Anyway, that is why, you know, uh, people misunderstood Elijah and Elisha. <clears throat> so let's see what the prophets are saying. Are you in the building? Beginning at Moses and the prophets okay so let's see what the prophets are saying genesis chapter 17 verse 1 i almighty god i the almighty god genesis 17 verse 1 the word shaddai shaddai 
and if you are writing, the word Shaddai is spelled as S-H-A-D-D-A-Y. Shaddai. Remember, we are, say, we are studying Matthew 28, 20. And lo, I am with you always. Alright? So the word Shaddai. Shaddai. <clears throat> so, he is the same God. That's why Paul will say, there are no gods anywhere. There are no gods anywhere. There is only one God. We know that there are no gods. There is only one God. That's the absolute faith of the man who has faith in the gospel of our Lord Jesus. That's the absolute faith of the man who has faith in the gospel of our Lord Jesus. That there is no God anywhere. There is only one God. Hallelujah. So, I, almighty God, which means a couple of things. I, almighty God. Genesis 28 verse 3. Genesis 28 verse 3. And God almighty bless thee and make thee fruitful and multiply thee that thou mayest be a multitude of people. That thou mayest be a multitude of people. Almighty. Some translators will call him double-breasted one. Double-breasted one. Or some people will call him the sufficient God. Genesis 35.11 Genesis 35 11. And God said unto him, I God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee, and kings shall come out of thy loins. You can write the rest for your further study. Genesis 43 14. Genesis 43 14. Genesis 48 3. Genesis 49 25. If you're writing, I repeat Genesis 43 14, Genesis 48 3, Genesis 49 25, and Exodus chapter 6, verse 3. Exodus chapter 6, verse number 3. Some ancient Hebrews say the word Shaddai is equally used for a wide land, a field. Or a land that can take everything. A land that can take everything and everyone. Shaddai. A big land. Ancient Hebrew. That can take everything and everyone. So he is the land. So that means God becomes our inheritance. God becomes our inheritance. In interpretation of the Bible, the first interpreter is the person who is listening. The person who is listening. Then Paul, Paul, Peter, John stands in his own world and says what import does this have? 
Peter, James, John, Paul, they stand in their own wall to ask, what was spoken that the writers had and wrote? What import does it have? What import does it have? For example, when the Bible says, God created, it means to be found. It means to inaugurate. It means to make or to continue to produce. That word, God created, it means to be a founder, to inaugurate, to make, or to continue to produce. All that carries in what God is doing in Genesis chapter 1, which is called the new creation in Christ. The new creation in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Then he says, we are the workmanship of God created. Created in Christ Jesus. Then you say, what is he referring to? Then you begin to look at the new creation. And this new creation has union with God. Also, the new creation has the righteousness of God. The new creation has reconciliation. He is our reconciliation. It also carries a restoration in God's promise, plan, purpose, also has a redemption to it. Let me repeat for those making notes. When you talk about the new creation, which has our union with God, it also has the righteousness of God. It also has our reconciliation. It also carries a restoration in God's promise and plan. It also has our redemption. Which means that even though the world is creation, that word creation has a lot in it. In creation, you have righteousness. You have redemption. You know, in creation, you have reconciliation. In creation, you have restoration of God's promise and plan. In creation, you have redemption. To found, to inaugurate, to make or to continue to produce. Am I teaching good? We are his workmanship, what? Created. If any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creation. A new creation. A new creation. Which means that even though the word is creation, it has a lot. Just like the word, just like the word being, which is son. In son, you have child. In son, you have an heir. In son, you have a successor. In son, you have one who is your disciple. And in son, you have one who is your minister. Bien. Are you in the building? Bien. Which is son. 
in it child in it heir in it successor in it one who is your disciple in it your minister so when you say shaddai it carries what a land is where you plant and produce shaddai what a land is where you plant and produce so in genesis 17 remember we are still examining matthew 28 20 lo i am with you genesis 17 verse 10 Woo. are you still here or you've gone home okay this is my covenant um, <laughs> uh, yeah, dada. <laughs> oh thank you lord hallelujah i said hallelujah <laughs> i said hallelujah all right <clears throat> genesis where we are 17 verse 10 this is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee Every man child among you shall be circumcised. Why? Because verse 2 says, Genesis 17 verse 2. And I will make my covenant between me and thee. And will multiply thee exceedingly. Listen carefully. Before you begin to talk about the covenant of prosperity. Because what is discussing here is not a covenant of prosperity. Okay? That's not a discourse here. Now, listen carefully. So also you won't think I am against prosperity. I like prosperity. Oh yes, I love money. I like money. Yeah, because money is a tool that helps to get things done. I like money. I like it because it's a tool that I use in getting things done. Okay? So I'm not against prosperity. I like prosperity. Okay? Mm -mm. But this is not a covenant of prosperity. It's just that the Bible doesn't offer you hope when it comes to money. You didn't hear that. Why should I seek for your covenant of prosperity? When an unbeliever without the covenant of prosperity can buy you and what you have. Why should I believe? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah? <laughs> I think it's Elon Musk who is going to another planet. He's going to Mars. To, to create space and is, is building uh, you know an, a, a machine that will transport human beings to go and live in mass and they will be coming to earth to visit there's a level to which you have money this earth is no more a place you want to stay you want to relocate to where only few people like you can live <laughs> that's why in lagos they are moving to a banana 
Is it banana? That new island. They are moving. They are moving there. The, the, the bourgeois. The bourgeois in Lagos. Okay? They don't want to stay in Lekki anymore. Lekki has been commonized. So, they are moving to banana. We are to buy a plot of land. Can buy you and what you have in Lekki. So, you won't think of it. Only a few of them want to stay there. Because they don't want to be meeting you in the morning when they are passing. And they don't want you to stop them and engage them in poverty talk. They want so so and these are people with who don't understand covenant of prosperity, but they understand prosperity. <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. Let me leave that. First of all, before you start thinking of a covenant of prosperity, when we talk about Abraham, who is Abraham? Abraham is a prophet. Nabi. N-A-B-I in the Hebrew. Nabi. is a prophet. Abraham is a prophet. Are you in the building? And God appeared to him because only prophets had an appearance of God. And what that simply means is that God spoke to them. The word of the Lord came to Abraham. God spoke to Abraham. The Lord said to Abraham, Abraham did not acquire a career after he was called. He already had the career before the calling. So it's not the, the calling that made him prosper. He was already a shrewd businessman before the Lord appeared to him. He already had his business going on. He already had his business relationships and connections. See that? So when the Lord appeared to him, he only continued his career while carrying out an assignment that God gave him. So there's a covenant here. The word covenant is the word bereth. B-E-R-E-T-H Bereth It means to have an ally To have an ally Or to have a partnership Or to have a treaty An ally A partnership Or a treaty A treaty Now there are treaties For example in the world We have treaties Where treaties exist among nations For example there are treaties where if you commit an offense in the UK and you escape to Nigeria, the UK government will tell the Nigerian government we have a criminal in your country. So now, it becomes the responsibility of the Nigerian government to deliver you to them. Nigerian government will carry you based on the treaty that exists between Nigeria and the United Kingdom. They will carry you because a criminal in the UK is recognized by that treaty in Nigeria as a criminal. So they will carry you and hand you over to the United Kingdom government to do with you whatever their law permits. That's a treaty. That's a treaty. There are also treaties that have to do with nations, for example, that you won't take taxes or border taxes between a nation and a nation. Why do they do all that? 
Because treaties means partnership or working together for a common goal. So a covenant is a treaty. But the strange thing here in this scripture we have read is that remember wait, look at me everybody. Remember this is Moses talking to Israel here about what God told Abraham. So the immediate audience that this communication is being delivered to is Israel in the hands of a Moses. Are we in the building here? Okay, now. So assuming you are in a church where Moses says, Almighty Shaddai says, I will make a covenant. They are in shock. Why are they in shock? Because they know that it is never in their custom for deity to say, I will make a covenant with man. It is not in their culture. It is not in their custom. Men simply worship deities. Deities don't make covenant with men. It's not in their custom. Now, because we are dealing with a culture, we are dealing with a people, and we, are, we have moved from 2021 back to where those people sat to hear the way they heard when he said, I Almighty will make covenant with you. The people are in shock because mortal man worships deity. That's the best. Deity has no business coming down to talk to mortal men. So the concept of covenant, you know, I remember reading E.W. Kenyon's book on the blood covenant. I first read it in 1984, 85, thereabout. E.W. Kenyon mentioned many, many of us, uh, that, that many of us, because we do not understand oriental culture, do not understand covenant. There's a culture you have to understand to be able to understand covenant. It's a partnership where a weaker person approaches the stronger person and says to the stronger, come, help me. Come, help me. I will serve you. Come and help me. Help me against an invading army. But the strange thing here is, is the strong one, not stronger, the strong, because there's no comparison, is the strong one that comes to the weaker. In fact, the strong one that comes to the weakest. He comes to the helpless, the hopeless one. He comes to the one that does not have a wherewithal. He comes to the one that is a liability. He comes to the one that is hopeless and helpless. He comes to the one that cannot bring anything to the table. The strong one comes to the one that is a destitute and a nobody. And he says to him, let us be friends. 
That's why they are in shock. Because it never happens. It never happens. Let us be partners. Hallelujah. Are you in the building? Yeah. He comes. Let us be friends. And the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, I will make a covenant between me and you. Between me and your seed. I will bless you. Huh. I will bless those that bless you. And in you shall all nations of the earth be blessed. Go into all the world and preach the blessing to every creature. Ah. Go into all the world and preach the blessing to every creature. And lo, I am with you in the preaching of the blessing to every creature. Because in you, in the preaching, shall all families of the earth be blessed. Bless this morning. Get on your feet. That's all I've got for you. I continue with covenant in the next service. Hallelujah. Say with me, I am mission minded. Say, I am God's sanctuary. Say with me very loud, I am God's vessel. I am the instrument of God for the blessing of nations. Say it again. I am God's instrument for the blessing of nations. Say through the preaching of the blessing. Through the preaching of the forgiveness of sins shall all nations be blessed. I didn't hear a powerful amen. Lift your right hands to heaven, Father. I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice this morning in this building on television, on social media, on radio, everyone connected to this service, that this revelation of the mission, the mission, the revelation of this mission, Ayataba, the mission to bless all families of the earth with the gospel. The mission, to declare the truth of the forgiveness of sins to all of humanity. Lord, this mission is on our minds. And we release our heart, our soul, our bodies, and our strength to the advancement of this mandate. The mission of the preaching of the gospel, the mission of making disciples turning men into students the mission of teaching them to observe everything you have taught us that mission that mission the mandate of god the plan of god the will of god the purpose of god the intent of god yeah 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 that mission that mission we declare it is done in our time in the name of jesus and i speak over everyone under the sound of my voice you are strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man 
you are built up on your inside you are energized on your inside you are empowered on your inside that you may know the hope of your calling that you may know the riches of his inheritance that you may know the exceeding greatness of his power to us what who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in christ when he raised him from the dead you receive revelation in the name of jesus and i rebuke every inefficiencies i rebuke every infirmity sickness disease leave that body now that body is god's sanctuary that body is god's tabernacle that body is god's house it's been bought with a price satan take your hands off in the name of jesus we resist you and you flee right now body be healed body be healed be healed be healed thank you father in jesus precious name and every believer says that amen like you know what you're talking about. Amen. Bless this morning. Now listen to me. Everybody online, on TV and on radio, don't go away. This is important. The Lord spoke to me a few days ago while I was praying and studying. And told me to instruct everybody in this church. From tomorrow Monday, we are here 12 to 1 o'clock every day in the afternoon. To pray in the spirit for that one hour. Every day from tomorrow till next Sunday. Listen to me carefully. I don't have to stand there and do hirima, karata, 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 karata. Don't say it the Lord. Hirata. I don't need to do all that. I'm your pastor. When I say the Lord spoke to me, take it serious. Because how many times do I say that in a year? You take it serious. You package yourself and bring yourself here 12 noon every afternoon. Say, I hear you. And we are fasting through the week. You come here without food at 12 noon. We pray together for one hour. That is your lunch hour. During your lunch hour through this week, let it be here. We launch in the spirit. Friends, you need strength for the days ahead. In the midst of this cacophony of noise and uncertainties of the future, you need strength and stamina. And you need to secure for yourself a clarity in direction to know where to go. Am I talking to somebody? You can't live life by logic. You live life supernaturally. We're here every day. Online we will be live. Television we will be live. All of you log in and everybody. It's going to be 12 to 1 every day. GMT plus 1. 12 to 1. We'll be here. We'll be live on our platforms. And we're fasting through it. And then at 1 o'clock if you want you can break your fast. And at 1 o'clock if you want you can fast through the day. It's left to you. But all I need from you is that from morning till you get here at 12 you eat no food the church doors will be open from 11 o'clock and i will be teaching from that 11 o'clock till one 
So as you're coming in, you're coming in to hear the word. As you're coming in, you're coming in to hear the word. And at 12 on the dot, everybody will have arrived. We begin to blast. We blast for one hour. Somebody say, I hear you. Everybody, all the whole house. This house will be open at 11 on the dot. Did you hear what I said? It's going to be a week of many, many sided, multifaceted, multifaceted victories manifested. I didn't hear that. Amen. I didn't hear that. Amen. I'm making this announcement because we're going to sign off the social media and the television people in a few minutes. Now, grab your offerings. We want to give. We want to honor the word of God. We want to give respectfully and responsibly and humbly. We want to give to this cause that we believe in. We want to give our monies and our offerings as warfare instruments. Warfare instruments for the kingdom of God. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I think UK time 12 noon is 11 a.m. South African time is 12 noon is 1 p.m. You know, and Kenya 12 noon is 2 p.m. 2 p.m. All right. So all of these different time zones. America 12 noon should be something like uh, 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. Depending on what part of America you're in. Just, just to help you factor out what the time is. All right. So grab your offerings, everybody. Glory to God. <clears throat> we want to give in faith. And let me also mention, those of you that have indicated commitment to partnership, we want you to know we love you, we treasure your partnership. And if you are new on the platform or you are not here when we ask for people to partner with us for the next 12 months, and you want to partner with us financially this year, you want to commit to a particular amount of money you'll be sending to us each month to help us meet up with all of our budgets and all of the plans, or you want to sponsor an, a, a specific project that this ministry is doing this year in touching lives and infect, in, uh, affecting lives. All you need to do is send an email to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. Dr. Abel Damina, indicating you want to partner, you know, every month or you want to partner every month and you want to be able to take care of a specific project this year. You know, like I told you, you do projects for yourself. You do projects for your life. It is not out of place for you this year to dedicate a portion of your resources to take care of a kingdom project. We are kingdom-minded people. We are people of eternal value. We are people who invest our treasures into that realm where thieves cannot break through. It's so important. Very, very important. So, you want to partner is Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. And I want to thank all of you who are partnering and all of you that have given of your resources to advance the cause of Christ. Hallelujah. Lift your offerings to heaven, everybody. Father, we rejoice and we thank you for the privilege to give, the privilege to honor, the privilege to make our resources instruments of warfare in advancing the cause of Christ till all families of the earth be blessed. And as we give, we give with joy and we rejoice that our offering is a sweet smell before you. Now I pray for everybody this right now. This week I declare that resources, opportunities, favors are working in your direction in the name of jesus every need met according to his riches in glory by christ jesus thank you father for answered prayer in jesus precious name and every believer says that amen like you believe it ladies and gentlemen we love you guys online community i'll be live at 11 a.m this is a teaching you don't want to miss at all so invite more people to hook up with us at 11 a.m gmt plus one 
but we love you guys and don't forget from tomorrow we are live here every day from 12 noon to one o'clock 12 noon to one o'clock every day and we will also ensure that the teaching that will be happening here from 11 to 12 is also online and on television so that you are not missing out on anything so we'll be live on all platforms at 11 a.m gmt plus one and we begin to pray from 12 noon gmt plus one every day through the course of this week we love you guys and we look forward to seeing you at 12 at 11 a.m this morning gmt plus one and until then enjoy the grace of christ let's celebrate viewers around the world for being a part of this service glory amen a believer he does not need to break any foundation because the only foundation a believer has is christ you don't break christ once you're born again you're on a sure foundation if things are not working it's not because you are under a curse it's not because you are not born again no things may not be working because of certain miscalculations on your part or lack of skill or lack of sensitivity to when the holy ghost gives you direction but it cannot be because there's a foundation a christian has no foundation to break a christian cannot be possessed by devils to be possessed means satan entered your spirit and sat there that's possession how can a christian who is born of god the dna of god is in you how can satan and god live together so that is a deception and it's fraud to the body of christ Join Drs. Abel and Rachel Daminer in New Christian Camp Meeting 2021 and ask the counselor with Michael Bush. Theme in Christ Realities. Ministry, Dr. Abel Daminer. Date 31st January to 14th February 2021. Time, Mondays to Saturdays, 6 p.m. daily on Inspiration FM 105.9, Comfort FM 95.1, Excel FM 106.9, Radio Aquaibo 90.5, Unio FM 100.7, and Heritage FM 104.9, and also live on Sunday, 7.30 a.m. first service and 10.30 a.m. second service. Venue, Power City International, number 98, Wangibo Road, Uyo, Akwaibom State, Nigeria. Host, Drs. Abel and Rachel Daminer. Be there.